mom, put down that coffee and grab a wine. Get ready for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, a parenting podcast that covers more shit than your baby's full diaper. I'm Kate. I'm a stay-at-home mom of three in Brooklyn, New York. I'm trying to figure out whether I should go back to work, have another baby, or spend the rest of my life waiting for my fresh direct order. Hey, I'm Christine, a video editor and a mom of two living in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Allie here, podcasting up in the mountains in South Kona, Hawaii. I work as a real estate agent and a mom of two boys. Hey, I'm Molly. I'm a teacher raising two kids in St. Augustine, Florida. And I'm Sarah, a new mom to one sweet babe living in Brooklyn, New York. Between five busy households, it's a miracle we make it on the mic at all. But trust me, we need this as much as you do. Hey guys, welcome back to Nursing and Cursing. Hello. Hi girls. Molly. <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight? Good. So good. Mm. Good. So this episode tonight is born out of, I don't know, my own experience. But what we're talking about is being an advocate for our kids. That sounds really heavy. But really not being an advocate for our kids. Standing up to other people for our kids' sake. Do we do it? Do we find it difficult? I would say that, I mean, my guess is that most moms out there are, like, don't have a problem with this. Mm, Depends on the situation. When you say, when you say being an, okay, Molly, when you say being an advocate, I automatically think of, like, um, getting them testing when they need testing, helping them get services when they need services. You're talking about something else. Well, or your medical yeah. stuff, getting them to the hospital or whatever when they need it. Okay. Or like my kid that's, can't read. Somebody pay attention and test them. No, that's, that's not, not what you're what talking, talking about. about. Okay. Uh-oh. I mean, Uh-oh. it falls Uh-oh. into this a similar umbrella. Similar category. Yeah. Similar category. Maybe we're talking more of a social category, like. Like standing up for your kid if your kid's uncomfortable or something like that. Right. If your kid's uncomfortable. Like if your kid's unsafe in some weird way. Or or another kid being rude to your child. Let's get an example. remember when – oh, I probably shouldn't – I probably shouldn't talk about this. Never mind. Now you have to. For example, like (laughs) if your kid – How about about I tell a story, Maul? Okay, yeah, let's hear it. Yes. Doing. Yes. Yeah, baby. Okay. So I actually have had a recent experience with, with standing up for my kid. And I personally, like if my friends are involved, I can easily sort of maybe secretly squash what my kid is saying. Like, oh, because I don't want to make it uncomfortable between friendships. Yeah, you don't want to make know. waves. I don't want to make waves. And sometimes I just like to let things breeze over. But recently I had a pretty upsetting experience where okay Levi and I were like just having a standoff I don't know what else to say we were just having I went down to his level and we were having a standoff and like I was no longer gonna let him he pulls this move where I say no to something and then he'll just fall to the ground and be like I want you to hold me and so it just it's like this weird manipulation but anyways it was about (laughs) sounds really fun it's so fun anyways (laughs) Basically, I wanted him to go outside and play because he was, like, terrorizing the house. He didn't want to do it. And finally, I'm like, just get on the porch. We're going to the park. So I closed the front door, and he's splayed out on the porch wailing. I don't want to go outside. I want you to hold me. Whatever. Screaming. Traumatic, guys. 
and I'm just, and it's so hot out, by the way. I don't know why that's important. Just like adds elevate to stress. The, it yeah, just yeah, elevates to stress. Like, of course. It's like 98. I'm holding yeah. Matilda. He's yeah. screaming on the porch. And so I'm like, Levi, get down here right now. We're crossing the street going to the playground. And he's like, no, I will not come. And I go, okay, bye. And I cross the street because there's a park across the street from where we live. So I'm across the street. Obviously, I see him and he's wailing. And the two little boys next door are hanging over the fence. And they're like, and they're our friends. They're our good friends. I adore his parents. I adore these kids. They're like awesome little kids. And they're like, Levi, you better go listen to your mommy. Levi, get off the porch. Go to the park with your mommy. And he's just wailing so hard. I don't want to go. I hate you. Crying, crying. And so at this point, Matilda's run off to the playground. Levi's still on the porch. And I'm kind of in the middle, but across the street. Ugh. So I'm just kind of I'm just kind of stuck. And so I run over to grab Matilda. And as I'm coming back to the edge of the playground, I hear the kids, the boys that are our friends going, cry, baby, cry, baby, Levi is a cry, baby, over and over. And you guys, I don't know how long it had gone on for. And it took me forever to hear what they were saying. And my son, any kid is so sensitive. Levi is incredibly sensitive. I mean, and he remembers everything. Anyways. I'm still, so I'm like, hey, boys, knock it off. And they keep doing it. And then I'm like, you guys, please knock it off. Please, you guys, that's not kind. Whatever. They stop. And um, instead of, like, running across the street and, like, going inside and holding him, I was still in standoff mode. My bad. That was just, like, a huge fail. I just, like, cried myself to sleep over how I handled this. But basically, I'm like, okay, Levi, time to go to the park. And he's just bawling and, like, pressing up against the front door. So finally... I go across the street, we go inside, and he's inside, and he's like, I hate you, you're so mean, and he mm. gets the ottoman and tries to throw it at me, like he lifts oh, yeah. up and, and oh. it tumbles over, and I'm like, babe, stop, you're going to hurt somebody, you're going to hurt yourself, and I like put it down, and then he's still crying so hard, and he picks it up and tries to throw it at me again. Mm-hmm. Side note, Matilda's just on me crying this entire time. So it's just like a really crap day. So he throws the ottoman again. And I'm like, Levi, stop. What are you doing? And I like bear hug him. And he just goes, the neighbors hurt my feelings. They hurt my heart. Oh, my God. And, um, he's just crying in my arms. I'm just slowly crying because I just handled the whole thing so poorly. And felt so sad for him. But then he's like, I never want to see them again. They hurt my heart. They're so mean. I never want to see them again. And he's bawling. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, crap. Like, so many things are flooding over me. Like, I love his parent, those kids' parents. I love those kids. They're like very much in our lives and they're wonderful. But I don't want it to be mean. Also, I had kind of like... I didn't scold the boys, but I was like, hey, guys, you need to stop. And I wanted to tell the parents that, but I did not know what to do. (coughs) Like, truly, I was really sick over it. Sick over it. Like, part of me wanted to just let it go away. But I knew that Levi was like, he was so hurt, you guys. I mean, it was next level. So I ended up texting my friend and just told her the whole situation. And I was like, hey, I don't mean to be a narc, but here's what happened. Wait, sorry, when you say your friend, do you mean the kid's parents or another person? 
the kid's, kid's parents. parents. Gotcha. Kids okay. Parents. Gotcha. This is like, guys, I was shaking. I mean, I was, I don't know why I was just sick to my stomach about it. And I'm like, Hey, I don't mean to be a narc. Here's what happened. And I just gave them the lowdown. And I'm like, I had to, I told your kids to stop and, you know, Levi's upset. And I just wanted to share it with you. Anyways, they were amazing. Totally understood. Came over, apologized. And, you know, it was like, it was an awesome lesson for just everybody involved. Like Levi got to have forgiveness. And as soon as the kids came over and they were crying their eyes out, they felt so badly. And Levi was like, oh, I want to play. And it was so sweet and made his day. But it was fucking so hard on me. Like it made me ill. Yeah. Right. It was this is exactly what I mean. Sick then, you know, like Levi was fine right away. I was like sick all night and not like, oh, my God, do they hate me? You know, just the whole thing sucked. Right. sucked well first of all Critty, you are a great parent and everything you did there was right so Almost. i mean truly like that was a really hard day and he was yeah. fuck, he was pushing it and and i would have acted the same when i draw a mm. line i don't fucking bend the line so sometimes no, i'm just accused <laughs> but that that yeah. is exactly what i'm talking about i think a lot of moms would not blink in fact, probably in the moment that the boy said that, the, a lot of moms would have walked right on over there. And oh. I am the same. That is exactly why I wanted to bring this episode up because why do I worry about what people are going to think and I'll put them before my own kids? It really bothers me. It keeps keeps me up at night. Molly, oh, you mean you mean like you would have gone? You mean like if you were Chrissy, you would have gone to the other parents' perspective before you took Levi's perspective? Yes, yes, and I think Critty uh-huh. did too, and that's why her anxiety. It, it was took so, me. It, it took me a couple of hours. It took me a couple hours to send the message, and I was like pacing, sick. And Garrett was like, "They're so chill. They're gonna want to know." And that and that, that's how they responded. You guys, she was like. Thank you so much for telling me. I don't want to raise assholes. Like, we're all in this together. It's a village. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So that best made me feel reply better, you could have gotten. Yeah. Best reply. But I was sick. Like, she's going to think I'm a fucking pussy, narc, beyond. <laughs> right. Because nobody, nobody wants to get the message. And this is probably what you were thinking, Chrissy. Nobody wants to get the message that their kid was an asshole. Right. So... Or like, or like. My son isn't because guess what? It could be any other day of the week and my son's on the other end of the fence saying right. that crap. You know and what I mean? I, like if a any parent kid came to it. me, if a parent came to me, I would be so like that mom. I would be all about like following through, yes. going, making sure. Oh, this is so complicated though because, you know, yeah. because what Chrissy did is totally appropriate, but I actually all – and. And obviously did the right thing for Levi and her neighbor appreciated the heads up and the story had a happy ending. But if Chrissy, if Chrissy had been like, I, I decided not to do anything. It's going to build character in Levi. I told him to ignore them and I never addressed it again. I actually wouldn't have thought that was that crazy either. I don't know. I don't. I agree. It's so, it's so hard because the there's. The was they were going to no come over like. Rule. A couple days later, and he's going. I never want to see them again. I never want to see them again. Yeah, and so all, I, all I can think of was like, well, then what kind of message is that? If I don't say anything, I still have them over. That just shows my son, like I don't value his feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, totally no. Yeah, That's why you did so the right hard. thing. So let's tell a story that maybe didn't. Well, I'll tell a story. That I, whatever. Okay, Augie is five. 
Augie learned how to swim really like at the beginning of the summer, like May. Learned how to swim, like finally got it. He had it last last fall, but then a winter happened and even in Florida it gets chilly, so he lost it. So he learned how to swim and it locked in around May. In June, he did surf camp and he was pumped. This was a camp that he picked out. We told him he could pick one thing over the summer to choose and this is what he picked. So we're stoked for him. It's local. It's right down the street. Really cool people. Lots of friends doing it. It's just right. Few hours in the morning. Um, so he goes and the and you know, pool swimming is one thing, ocean swimming is another. We've got the pool swimming down, but we don't have ocean swimming down yet, of course. So first day of surf camp, um I stay just to like make sure everything's cool for like 40 minutes. And the counselors bring them around and huddle them up and say, okay, guys, and there are all ages here, but Augie's with a group that the little kids, the five-year-olds. Okay, you guys. So there's going to be two groups in the water. There's going to be the kids who go out a little bit deeper and handle the, the bigger waves you're still going to be with your counselor. It's going to be sweet. But if you feel like you can't handle that, go over to the smaller waves where you're just going to be like ankle deep riding in the, the whitewash. Um, you know, if you're, if you don't, if you can't really swim that well, go over there. And they, I watched the whole thing. They left it up to the kids and I'm like, holy shit, my son of course, is going to be like, oh, I'm going deep. Did any of them choose the ankle water? <laughs> yeah, a couple. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's now time for a quick sponsor break. It's so much easier for parents to just plop your kids down in front of a screen than it is to help them find a good book. How is it that the information age led to children becoming enlightened about all the wrong things? Well, let's get back to literature and reading. Literati Books is a subscription book club that makes it easy to find unique and interesting books for your kids. Literati mails five teacher-approved books to your child every month. It's the book club subscription that teachers buy for their own children. No more guessing or searching or reading the same books over and over. Each Literati box contains five age-appropriate books based on a theme, like the Spirit of Adventure or the Animal Kingdom, and it also contains exclusive original art and a personalized note to your child. My six-year-old was thrilled to the open the box and see a note with his name on it. He had labels with his name on it. We hung up the artwork in his room. It's of a beautiful tree with people in the branches of the tree reading books. Just so thoughtful and so special. Parents and teachers across the country are seeing the difference in kids' lives. One parent shared with Literati that after about a year of joining the club, their second graders reading at a fifth grade level, and she's an insatiable reader now. Each month, buy the books you want. Returning the rest is easy and free. For a limited time, go to literatibooks.com and use the code NURSING. N-U-R-S-I-N-G for $20 off your first box. Plus, kids three and up get a special black light pen. 
that was a huge hit too for Leo. This is the best offer available anywhere. To get it, you have to go to literatibooks.com promo code nursing for $20 off your first box plus a free blacklight pen for kids three and up. It's really special, you guys. I encourage you to go. Thanks. So I'm looking at the kids who are choosing the deep waters and I'm like, okay, five and six year olds. Okay. Like which ones I'm trying to guess, I'm trying to decipher who can really do it. So right then and there, my instinct says, walk over to the counselor and explain to him that Augie is cocky and that that is not the level for him. This is fucking water safety. Okay. And I am Mm -hmm. a teacher and basically (laughs) what caused me to not walk over to the teacher is because I am one. And there is nothing more annoying than when like parents don't give teachers a chance, right? To know what they're doing in their own space. And none of this, I I really don't want to like spend any time bashing the program or the teachers because that's not what this is about. This is about me. So I didn't say anything. So right there, I didn't say anything. And off they went. Augie grabs the board and he's dragging it in and off he goes. So first day he comes out of surf camp, like I left, I was like biting my nails at the shore and I ended up leaving like, okay, peace. He's got this. I'll be back in a couple hours. He comes out of surf camp stoked on the first day. He is going to sleep at night. There's nothing I want to do more than surfing. Surfing is my dream. I can't wait for tomorrow. (laughs) Tim and I were high-fiving like, yes. But long story short, by the the next time that I was able to come around and watch for a bit, um, I witnessed Augie get like pulled away from the group by a current, not like a rip current or anything, but just the kind that like moves you to the side. Mm-hmm. And he is drifting farther and farther away until oh he looks God. like. He looks like a little spot on the shore. There's a clump of people and then there's a tiny spot like way over to the left. And you can see he doesn't have the water sense to say, okay, let me ride. Let me go into the shore and drag my board back to the group. He Mm -hmm. is trying to fight the waves and like get back. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's clumsy as shit. Like he does not have any surfing skills. Um, Even new swimmer, right? New swimmer. And I'm like, is anybody watching this? There are several counselors in the water. There are counselors on the shore. There are eyes on this. And I am starting to panic. And I'm like, okay. So I say to a couple of moms that I'm kind of acquaintances with, like, hey, that, you know, what do you guys think about that? I'm, I'm kind of like freaking out over here. What does that look like? And one of the moms was like, no, it's part of it. They got him. Look it, they've got their eye on him. He's cool. He's cool. Mm. But all I'm thinking is my five-year-old is in the fucking ocean away from the group. And later on, Augie told me that he was going, hey, dude, hey, dude, I need some help here. And he's like, and nobody came and nobody came. (laughs) So obviously, all my red flags are Horrible to hear. Horrible. Right? Like, what fucking mom, you guys, for real? What fucking mom does not go to the fucking counselor and say he needs help or at least go to the shore and help him myself like what that is a problem no it's not molly they were all saying trust the process like 
that sounds like yes. how they do. And uh-huh. everything that kids, every single thing that kids do that they master starts with the struggle. How, why would you think that this was any different? And other parents are telling you this is because, part of the process of surf camp. But and, like, and the information, drown, that you, it's like, right. But he didn't drown Molly and you were watching him, even though you didn't intervene. It doesn't mean that you made the wrong decision, even though you were in a hard place. It, you cannot beat yourself up at all. And the information no. that, and him saying, um, I was asked, I was yelling for help and nobody heard me. Well, you, you couldn't hear him. That's, this is information you had after the fact, if you had been able to hear him, you might've acted differently. So you can't factor that in either, you know? Yeah. I feel really bad still. This was months ago. The final day he refused to get in the water. So like all of that positive energy all week, it just went away and he was throwing the biggest fit of his life. He was being rude to the counselors. It was a nightmare. And, um, it really was my fault. Because I didn't stick up for him. Molly, so this I, is why... Molly, no. I'm sorry, but you're turning this into something about you, but it's not. Yeah, I'm but with Sarah, Sarah. he's my baby. Uh, sure he's my he baby. is. So, like, this is and what I And you were there. Like, you were there. You were and like... you were watching him. If he was We'd, in trouble, yeah. you would have intervened. Right. Molly, it's like sometimes you... I don't know. It's hard because sometimes it's sometimes the way that we're there for our kids, and this is going to sound crazy, but sometimes the way that we're there for our kids is just like bearing witness to how fucking shitty a time that they're having. It's not intervening. It's just right. It's just like, yeah, I saw you get your ass kicked at surf camp today. I'm that right. Sucks. That was probably like a huge moment of growth for him. Also, Molly, maybe that will help him recognize, like, to learn his limits too. Like, right. oh, okay. You know what I mean? Right. Like, let him have that experience and know what that feeling is like. That's a huge deal too to like let him. He wanted that experience. He wanted yeah, to go there. Right. You're right about that. And, and yes. you know the way he talks about surf camp now that times passed is like he remembers good things about it, which is exactly. good. Right. And he feels such a sense of mastery that he actually stuck with it. Yeah. And, and honestly, but if if he would, I would love him to go back next year. I would love it. And he's. We'll just have to say, you know, we'll well. if you are, um, you know, we don't want to dog the program, but you know, I have feelings about this and it's not you. And as a mom who has two boys that have grown up surfing since day one, I have some issues with this story. And like I said, I don't find it to be your fault, but also if, if you're going to be a surfer, I'm just saying you're going to have some really challenging life-threatening moments unfortunately it's part of the sport and maybe you don't want to subject your kid to that really early on but no matter what age even if you're doing it safely like you know leo is out there fully riding waves catching waves standing up but he gets pounded from time to time and it Mm -hmm. sucks and pete's what do you do ali if he's getting pounded by a wave you just he wait, get he will out. pop up get on his board. He might start crying and he's sobbing through, paddling through, and it's just, come on, buddy, come on, keep paddling. That's what that sport is, you know. Ugh, that's so hard. that's part of it. All right. And it's and it's anything that a kid. It I mean, surfing is so extreme, but it's anything yeah. that your kid, anything that your kid tries, 
I mean, even like riding a bike, yes, it's not, it doesn't have the same, like, it doesn't sound as scary as learning how to surf, of course. It's not, it's, I guess, probably not as dangerous, but, you know, watching, it could be watching your, watching your kid take off, watching your kid take off down a hill, holding on to their, with their feet on the pedals. I mean, having no control over their bike and not really understanding how the brake works. We are always walking that thin line between trying to teach them some confidence and grit and wanting to stop worst case scenario. It's so hard. Right. The way Katie and I rode bikes was very dangerous. We never had a single time without crashing into each other. Yes. You guys were so clumsy. (laughs) I mean, Molly, we were daredevils is what we were. Yeah. No, not even. (laughs) We We would ask for accidents, Allie. Yeah. So it's like you have to like turn off this part of you that you're that like society tell I mean I hate to be this type of make it this type of conversation but like society tells us to think about what other people are thinking about us constantly mm-hmm. and like look good be the best person be nice be, you know but then sometimes when when it involves your child you have to turn that off and think like What's best for them? It doesn't matter if this is uncomfortable for me. In -hmm. some situations, you know, like, I think I mentioned before when somebody who takes care of Francis had a a cold sore on their mouth when Francis was just a baby. And and I I had to, like, bring it up. And I, I like, I literally had diarrhea before I had this conversation. I was texting you guys from the bathroom. <laughs> I have to say this. Um, and it like, this is pretty low stakes, but I don't but want to. not, though. I it's not. I, I don't think I could have done that. And it, exactly. It's not low stakes for you, Sarah. Like, it's not, it might be low stakes in general, but it's not low stakes for you. Like, if it gave but, you diarrhea, it's high stakes. It was, it's like, you know, it's a close relationship. It's somebody who takes care of her. I were concerned about like kissing because, you know, that's when Franny was little and there was, yeah. Yeah. But you like, I, but I also was having trouble turning off the part of myself that wants to be liked, that wants to be like the cool, Mm -hmm. relaxed mom, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing cool or relaxed about like, oh, sure, give my kid herpes. That's fine. Um, we think herpes are cool, lol. <laughs> oh my god, MBD building her immune system. But no, I did say something, and and I was glad that I did because the person had no idea that they had herpes. And wow, wow, you really brought a lot of knowledge to that conversation. Well, I think like you know, imagine your boss being like, you have well, herpes. Yeah, like PSA cold sores are not fever blisters and fever bliss. Like, you know what I mean? It's not because of the weather or because you had a fever. It's because you have herpes. Please know that, everyone. Right, (laughs) right. How about simple things? This is a mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So many people are like, okay, gotta gotta Um, go come home from school and -and so-and-so called me a name and was mean to me and took my pencil away. And there's a lot of moms that would like get on the phone 
or have oh, no thoughts. You know what? You know a lot great. of that thing, though, is you're like, I wasn't there, and I don't know if it happened. So, like, with this thing, I saw right, the whole right. thing happen, but I was like, if I hadn't seen it, I wouldn't have said anything because you never know what kind of story. I don't know. Don't it's worry. Tough. What about when like I... the Mavis story? Tried to get my p- the piano teacher yes. fired for not giving right. me a sticker, and I had fucking any. Yeah. I, I had no best, idea. Oh my god! See, <laughs> you did. I totally. You went back for her. I I went you, to bat for her, but you know what's so weird? When you told that story about Augie, I was remembering in when Wow was in first grade, uh, second grade, he got um, attacked in the playground by another kid. Totally randomly, this other kid was just like looking for. A, a smaller kid to pick on and picked Wawa and split his lip and I had to t- I had Whoa. to leave work and come to school and pick him up and he was terrified Whoa. of recess for a long time and mm. I, you oh know I don't God. know but when you told the story about Augie I was remembering like I think now if that happened to Mavis I'd be like okay I want to sit down I want to be in the principal's office with the other parents and I want a conversation about how this isn't going to happen again I'd like to know what all the teachers are going to be doing and I want to plan but when it happened to Wawa um, Jeremy was like okay great I'm going to wait for that kid's parents outside and I'm going to fucking fight the dad and you're going to fight the mom and that's how we're going to handle this old school Right. He was like, I'm going to let that dad know if his kid puts hands on my kid, there's going to be a problem. But I was like, no, um, we're taking Wawa to the doctor and then we're sweeping this under the rug and we're not going to do anything about it. And now mm. I'm like, oh, I just, I don't know. I was new to the school. I was new to having a kid in school. I just didn't want, I was almost afraid of making it a bigger deal for him. Like, oh, if I go in swinging, is this going to be even scarier for him than if I just dust right, him like off and send him back? Right, like is it going to be a big little lies mom situation where mm. <laughs> it always comes back to be It's, it's yeah, like mom, mom against mom and it's so dramatic. Yeah. But looking back now, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I mean, why was fine, but he 100% remembers that whole thing and remembers it with like fear like yeah that was the scariest thing that happened to me in grade school a kid yeah. attacked me I'm like oh wow and I basically just forbid anybody to talk about it took you to the doctor and took you right back to school the next day like yeah. but does he remember like so it's a formative memory for him but it doesn't have the memory doesn't have anything to do with you it is, no no it, no I'm I escaped I got off scot-free he doesn't seem to click that like I took no action whatsoever. <laughs> Not until he's 25. Oh, right. In therapy. Yes. And he's like, Ma, you should have stood <laughs> up for me. His therapist, will point, no, his therapist will probably be like, where was your mom? And at, at that point, he's going to be like, where the fuck was my mom, actually? Oh, great question. <laughs> you know what oh, I love about this, about this podcast is that... <laughs> We all like the experience we we all just shared. It's not like we each we we didn't all, we and all ended up doing different things, taking a different approach to this, and it was all uh, okay. Like right. none yeah. of us did anything wrong. There are so many ways to do this right. Good point, Sarah. Thanks. You're right. Good point. And you never want to miss a learning opportunity, right? Which is what every situation is yeah. one way or another mm-hmm. and 
I just wanted to say one last thing about Chrissy's story. You, the, you're talking about your neighbors. That's like a shit where you eat type of thing. You got to get that mm. right because you're going to be that's seeing right. those people every day. You have to make it right yeah, with those that's people. That's true. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Praise be. Gosh, I'd Praise love to take right. this one to the town hall and just hear all about all the way all the moms do it. The town hall. <sighs> town hall. Uh huh. All right. Who's got a nail fail? Okay, uh, nail fail. I got a nail. nail. I got a real oh. quick. Um, somebody on my fa- on my in my house finally got on Pinterest, but it wasn't me. It was my twelve year old son, and he's got all these Lego pictures pinned. And he was like, "Mom, have you ever oh, heard?" God. Of-? He was like, "Have you ever oh. heard of this app called Pinterest?" And I just yeah, said, oh, he fucking- did. Drove off the road. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, is so interesting. He's he's like, look at all this stuff I pinned, mom. It's all it's all custom made Legos. It's so funny. I'm like, people use it for other stuff. He's like, well, I'm like, um, meal options and house decorating. He was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Curtains. Next and Pinterest. That's awesome. Cool. Um, I have I have a nail and a fail. My fail is that, okay, this weekend, we, Garrett and I went on a trip, just the two of us, and our flight was to leave at 7.40, and I was just dragging ass in the morning, and as we're leaving, I'm like, wait, 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 make sure you have your wallet, your ID, blah, blah, blah. We get to the airport at 7, flight leaves at 7.45, and I don't have my ID, of course. Oh, baby girl. G just looks at me, and he's like, we can't go. We got to, we just got to go home. And I'm like, oh, hell no. That's not how I do. Let's go. So my <laughs> nail is that we like run up to the gate or to, you know, the check-in place. And I'm like, I don't have my ID. And they're like, oh, okay. Do you have two forms of ID? So I'm like searching through this bag. I don't have a wallet. I lost it. So I'm just like loose, loose, loose cards in the bag. So I'm just like digging through the bag and I have a debit card and a library card and he's like, I'm so sorry. I cannot count a library card as ID because you've written your name in. It's like it has to be your information <laughs> printed. And I'm like, okay, okay. Work with me, work with me. So I'm digging through my bag. And I pull out a package of my care of vitamins. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it says Christine on the cover. And I'm like, look, homie, Christine. And he just looks at me and he's like, fine, you're good. Go that wouldn't work. I just want to say 100% that would not work for anybody else in this podcast. I or could, this country. I would pull the, I could pull the exact same shit and I would have never gotten that flight. No You'd probably shit. be arrested, Kate. Exactly. It would never no. would have worked for me. I How the? And they just, they did like a deep cavity search. Okay. And then that was my nail. And then another fail was there. Like, you know, they're like feeling you up down my pants, under my boobs. And then they, my purse kept beeping, beeping, beeping. And like a red alarm was going off. So they're like paging someone to come look at it. And they dumped the whole bag out in a bucket. And all these like dusty Adderalls fly out. And I didn't take Oh, God. You have taken oh, my drug out. I forgot your drug I know, I no, it's the one time I took it for that test, but I got a bunch from my friend, and I just never took them. They were just in a bag. The last two nights, you have Nyquil, Robitussin, Adderall. Wow. But okay. I got a quick question: How did you get home without the ID? Okay, so when I went home, I showed the debit card, and then they this did is not, not accept. <laughs> they did not accept the care of vitamins, but they. Um, <laughs> I had a prescription. I had a prescription bottle. 
And that's not I, a thing. Like I'm guys, are you shocked at this? No, Christine could get crazy. away with anything. Well, yeah. If Once you have you a get face like through, a dumpster have... like me, it won't work. But if you <laughs> are Christine, it will work. Well, guys, when you go through, you get like a very it's not like you just waltz through the gate. But see, yes, I feel so... like I've tried to get on even with ID and my pa- my ticket said Kate and my ID said Catherine and I still couldn't board. <laughs> like you're not with my ID. Literally, oh, it was like, it's literally it was just Christine. Thank you, Kara. Legit. Thank you, Kara. <laughs> wow. I almost missed my trip. Wow. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah, I've got a fail. Go, In girl. line at the bank, got Leo with me. I'm wearing um, like a denim jumper, you know, like a denim jumpsuit with a tank top underneath. So there's not like a shirt. That I can pull down. You guys know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Basically a pair of overalls. And okay. yeah. I, Leo's behind me. And I'm like, oh, my God. I feel like a, a gush coming. Like, oh, uh, I think that's oh my no. period. Uh-huh. And I'm like, um, there's a few people behind me in line. And I really got to get in and get out. And I'm the next one in line to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Leo, I need you to do me a favor. I want you to look. I'm whispering in his ear, look behind mama and tell me if I got my period on the back of my jeans. Do I have to? Oh, my God. Allie. And he's like, yes, mommy, you have a big brown spot on the back of your jeans. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. Well, I'm wearing a, a jumper. So I got nowhere to go here. A tank top underneath. I don't have a sweater. Um, I'm like, Leo. I need you to stand very closely behind mom, <laughs> like my shadow. Don't leave mommy's shadow. You it can you to run up, just slam the your body up against you mommy's can, period. You can hug me, but don't <laughs> leave my shadow. And he's like, okay, okay, I can do that. And he oh, did. Oh. And that was my nail. Oh, what a sweetie. Your wingman. Your wingman. Sweetheart. That is so awesome. So sweet. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anybody oh. else tonight? Um, oh. oh my god, guess not, Sarah. Not <laughs> off, Molly. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> so not worth. Okay. So I have, have had this like running thing with paranoia about Francis. And you guys know this, it's related to the leaks in our old apartment. We have a rug that we kept from, that was like, it got wet from the leak, but we kept it and brought it to this apartment. And I've just had, you know, you remember when I called the fire department about the Mm -hmm. smell? Yeah. I think it had to do with this rug. (coughs) Like, I don't know. There was something, something about the smell in this rug. It's like my sensory brain isn't, is picking it up wrong. So I, so ever since we've moved into this new apartment, I can't get past the smell. So I finally, um, and no one else can smell it, by the way. It's just me. Um, so I finally ordered a new rug for Francis's room. We got rid of the old one. And so we put the new one down. And now it just smells like fucking awful new rug off-gassing smell. Mm-hmm. So... I really fucked myself and no. Francis. Now she's just getting off-gassing poisoning. 
I feel like this rug is going to do its thing and air out eventually, but the other rug has such bad juju on it, it had to go. Such bad, such bad juju. And this is the type of thing where it's like related to this, the topic this week of like how, how crazy am I going to get? How far am I going to push for this thing that no one else understands? It's just me. Well, you're the mom though, so. Yeah, so I win and I did. Push as hard as you want. Okay, guys, that's it. So hopefully you guys will share your stories with us on social media. And we will see you next week for the next episode of Nursing and Cursing. Girls, I'll miss you this week. Love you. Bye. Bye, guys. That's it for now. Check you guys next week for another Nursing and Cursing, where we won't tell your husband that you accidentally let your kid eat a cat turd.